Good evening. Our gathering hymn can be found in your program, We Are Your People. Please stand as we begin our celebration.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll entrust these to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, in this solemn rite of dedication, let us ask the Lord our God to bless this water created by his hand. It is a sign of our repentance, a reminder of our baptism, and a symbol of the cleansing of these walls. May the grace of God help us to remain faithful members of his church, open to the spirit we have received. God of mercy, you call every creature to the light of life and surround us with such great love that when we stray, you continually lead us back to Christ, our head. For you have established an inheritance of such mercy that these sinners who pass through water made sacred die with Christ and rise restored as members of his body and heirs of his eternal covenant. Bless this water. Sanctify it. As it is sprinkled upon us and throughout this church, make it a sign of the saving waters of baptism by which we become one in Christ, the temple of your spirit. May all here today and all those in days to come who will celebrate your mysteries in this church be united at last in the holy city of your peace. We ask this in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord, give God glory and grace forever, forever, give God glory and praise. Springs of water, bless the Lord, give God glory and praise forever, forever, give God glory. Bless the Lord, oceans and streams, lakes and seas, bless the Lord. Springs of water, bless the Lord, give God glory and praise forever, forever, give God glory and praise. Springs of water. Bless the Lord, showers and snow, rivers that flow, 
bless the Father of mercies, dwell in this house of prayer. May the grace of the Holy Spirit cleanse us, for we are the temple of his presence. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, fill this place with your presence and extend your hand to all those who call upon you. May your word here proclaimed and your sacraments here celebrated strengthen the hearts of all the faithful. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit 
one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which consisted of men, women, and those children old enough to understand. Standing at one end of the open place that was before the water gate, he read out of the book from daybreak till midday, in the presence of the men, the women, and those children old enough to understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform that had been made for the occasion. He opened the scroll so that all the people might see it for he was standing higher up than any of the people. And as he opened it, all the people rose. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people, their hands raised high, answered, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and prostrated themselves before the Lord their faces to the ground. Ezra read plainly from the book of the law of God, interpreting it so that all could understand what was read. Then Nehemiah, that is, His Excellency, and Ezra the priest scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people, said to all the people, Today is holy to the Lord your God. Do not be sad and do not weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. He said further, Go, eat rich foods and drink sweet drinks and allot portions of those and allot portions to those who had nothing prepared, for today is holy to our Lord. Do not be saddened this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. The Word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, you are God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building upon it. But each one must be careful how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than the one that is there, namely Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for the temple of God, which you are, is holy. The word of the Lord.
I have chosen and consecrated this house, says the Lord, that my name may be there forever. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi and he asked his disciples, Who do the people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, the last time I was here at Seton Parish to say Mass, I was barely out of the doors at the end of the celebration before they began pulling apart the church behind me. (laughs) And I'm happy as I return to find that it has been beautifully put back together. I want to begin by speaking a little about that first reading that you just heard from the book of Nehemiah. For it tells a very instructive story. Through the intervention of God who raised up Cyrus, the king of the Persians, the Jews were allowed to return to Jerusalem after 50 years of a bitter exile. There was some excitement about this, and there was an intrepid group that left Babylon to go back to the Holy Land 
And when they arrived, they found, of course, that Jerusalem had been reduced to rubble. And they began very slowly to rebuild the city. A little later, Cyrus sent out Nehemiah, who was one of his court officials, to go to speed up the process, to kind of organize it. And when he went, he discovered in those early uh, immigrants back to uh, the Holy Land that there was a kind of confusion of where they should begin. Because there was so much to be done, to be restored. And Nehemiah said that the first task we have is to restore the people. For over 50 years, those who had been left behind, even those who had gone off into Babylon, had begun to forget the meaning of the Lord's covenant and the words that he had given them. So Nehemiah invited Ezra, the scribe, to come to Jerusalem, gather the people, and there, once again, unfold for them the entire law of God. For that law was what made them a people, and a people of God. And as he read it out, Many of those in the crowd that he had gathered began to weep because they began to understand how far they may have wandered away from the law, how much they may have forgotten. But Ezra stopped them, saying, this is not an occasion for weeping. Every time you hear the word of God should be a time for rejoicing, for it is God who calls you once again to be, be his people. And following that, that call to renewal of life, to become once again that people God had chosen as his own, the second task that Nehemiah told them they had to achieve was to rebuild the temple, to rebuild that place of worship to God. For that temple would be not only a gathering place for the people of God, it would be a place where, in fact, God was honored and due sacrifice was made to him. And that temple became then the sign and the symbol of who these people were and their attachment and their identity with the God who called them out of Babylon. And then Nehemiah said, once we have restored the people and restored the temple, then we can restore the city. And it's very instructive. Restore the people, build the temple, restore the community. For we are gathered to rededicate this place of worship. And we have to remember that whenever we come to bless or dedicate a church, 
we speak about a church in two interesting ways. The first meaning of church are those people who have been called through their baptism and confirmation to become part of the body of Christ. But as a Catholic community, as members of this body of Christ by our baptism and confirmation, we are also a sacramental people. We believe that material things can not only manifest divine realities, but become a way through which we can be touched by that divine reality. Simple water becomes new life in baptism. Bread and wine, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oil, the consolation of the sick and the consecration of priests and bishops. And as a body of Christ, we raise a building that allows us to understand how the very character of the place allows us to know who we are and to express who we are. For the building is not only a sign to others of who we are, it is a place that shapes us into what we are to be. And therefore, when we come to build a church, a place of worship, a gathering, we want it to mean what we are to be. The baptismal font at the entrance to the place of worship. For it is only through baptism that we dare approach the altar of Jesus Christ. The way that we are configured within this church, the nave of the church, allows us to understand that we are on a journey. We are, in a sense, in a ship, a ship of grace, moving through time and place toward our destiny, our true homeland, which is heaven. And we are joined together, all pulling at the oars. But at the center of the church is the altar. The primary sign in the architecture of the presence of Jesus Christ. He is at the head of our endeavor. He is the heart of the body. It is through the gift of that body and through his blood that we are nourished and renewed and allowed to continue on that journey. And as we gather as a people of God, we begin in what the Holy Spirit tries to give us, a spirit of the fear of the Lord, Isaiah tells us. That is a spirit of awe and wonder at the sheer majesty and the sheer beauty of God revealed through Jesus Christ.
and our worship, which is first and foremost that thanksgiving given to God for the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ and the power of the Spirit, a worship that is intently directed toward God and his word and his will. And to be touched by the beauty of that revelation is to understand that as we gather as a people, as we erect a place of worship where God is present, where he gathers us and renews us and nourishes us and touches us with his beauty, we have to make certain that we are touched with that beauty and express it in our prayer and worship. We avoid the glitzy, the tawdry, the cheap. For this is God himself, whom we wish to honor, but also to build up a place that not only reminds us of who we are, but reminds us as well of our mission and the church building itself becomes a message to the world that here, God is present. Jesus Christ is alive in his spirit. He's here to change us and to make us day by day from one worship to the next. Men and women who, like our Blessed Mother, magnify the Lord. Until eventually, as the Apostle John tells us, we shall be like God, for we shall see him as he is. But even here, in how we pray, where we pray, how we touch the lives of others. That face of God shines upon us. We profess now our holy creed. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the power of the Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He has set it into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, 
and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us ask the saints to support our prayers to God the Father Almighty, who has made the hearts of his people faithful temples of his spirit. Let us kneel. Lord, have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Pray for us. St. Rose Philippine Duchesne. Pray for us. 
Cecilia, pray for us. Saint Patrick, pray for us. Saint Anne, pray for us. Saint Elizabeth and Seton, pray for us. All you May the prayers of the Blessed Virgin Mary and of all the saints make our prayers acceptable to you. May this building which we dedicate to your name be a house of salvation and grace, where Christians gathered in fellowship may worship you in spirit and in truth and grow together in love. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us stand. Father in heaven, source of holiness and true purpose, it is right that we praise and glorify your name. For today we come before you to dedicate to your lasting service this house of prayer, this temple of worship, this home in which we are nourished by your word and your sacraments. Here is reflected the mystery of the church. The church is fruitful, made holy by the blood of Christ, a bride made radiant with his glory, a virgin splendid in the wholeness of her faith, a mother blessed through the power of the Spirit. The church is holy, your chosen vineyard. Its branches envelop the world, its tendrils carried on the tree of the cross, reach up to the heaven, kingdom of heaven. The church is favored, the dwelling place of God on earth, a temple built of living stones, founded on the apostles with Jesus Christ, its cornerstone. The church is exalted, a city set on a mountain, a beacon to the whole world, bright with the glory of the Lamb and echoing the prayers of her saints. Lord, send your Spirit from heaven to make this church an ever-holy place and this altar-ready table for the sacrifice of Christ. Here may the waters of baptism overwhelm the shame of sin. There may your people die to sin and live again through the grace as your children. Here may your children gathered around your altar celebrate the memorial of the Paschal Lamb and be fed at the table of Christ's word. Here may prayer, the church's banquet, resound through heaven and earth as a plea for the world's salvation. Here may the poor find justice, the victims of oppression true freedom. Here may the whole world, clothed in the dignity of the children of God, enter with gladness your city of peace. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We now anoint this building. May God in his power make it holy, visible signs of the mystery of Christ and his church.
Lord, may our prayer ascend as incense in your sight. As this building is filled with fragrance, so may your church fill the world with the fragrance of Christ.
Light of Christ, shine forth in the church and bring all nations into the fullness of truth.
Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the gifts of your joyful church be acceptable to you, O Lord, so that your people gathering in this holy house may come through these mysteries to everlasting salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For in this visible house that you have let us build, and where you never cease to show favor, to the family on pilgrimage to you in this place, you wonderfully manifest and accomplish the mystery of your communion with us. Here you build up for yourself the temple that we are and cause your church spread throughout the world to grow ever more and more as the Lord's own body till she reaches her fullness in the vision of peace, the heavenly city of Jerusalem. And so with the countless ranks of the blessed, in the temple of your glory, we praise you, we bless you, and we proclaim your greatness as we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, 
and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. <coughs> May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church here on earth, with your servant, Francis our Pope, and Frederick our Bishop, the order of bishops and all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, to whom you bestow upon this world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, O God Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All glory and honor is yours forever and At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver, but deliver us, us from, from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Peace be with you, Father. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, Father Pat. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, Father. Peace be with you, Father. Peace be with you. God bless.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. And I will raise you up, and I will raise you up. Let us pray. <clears throat> Through these holy gifts we have received, O Lord, we pray, 
instill in our minds an increase of your truth so that we may constantly adore you in your holy temple and glory in your sight with all the saints. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray. Lord, through these gifts, increase the vision of your truth in our minds. May we always worship you in your holy temple and rejoice in your presence with all the saints. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Well, it really is hard to believe that this night has arrived. It really is. It's been a long journey, been a very rewarding journey. And it's a journey that many, many people have been a part of for many, many years. And I don't know if I can possibly acknowledge all those who have been a part of it that have made this wondrous moment happen here this evening. First of all, I want to thank Bishop Campbell, um, for not only being here this evening, but for his um, untiring support each step of the way that he has supported us all through these years. I want to thank all those who have made this beautiful liturgy possible tonight, most especially our choir, all of you choir members, young and old, and I know (laughs) how much you have worked to do this. Thank you. You bring much joy to all of our lives. I'd like to especially thank our architect, David Maleka, who's been working with us four years for his incredible vision and for the gifts that he has brought to our parish, David, and to our church, and to the beautiful chapel that is behind us, where literally now countless people are going to be coming here and praying for for generations and who will experience the presence and the love of God in all of the moments of their lives from, from birth to death in the midst of celebrations like we are having here this evening. You have an incredible gift and you have created a very, very um, beautiful, beautiful space in which we can experience, as I said, presence and love of our God in all the moments of our lives. And we cannot thank you enough for all that you have given to us um, here this day and this time. Thank you. Thank you, David. I'd like to also thank our construction company, Many of them are representatives of them are here tonight. They're seated right behind David. The Cornica Cozing Construction Company for really their, their care and dedication that they have undertaken with us. They started working with us approximately a year ago this time. It really has been an honor and a pleasure working with all of you from top to bottom. Um, all the workers that have have been here. And um, I, the only word I can say has been, it has been like 
working with family. It really has been, all of your workers. It's been a joy to step in here, as I have, as you know, every day, okay? And I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> and the, part of the reason I did that was because I just enjoyed your men. I really did. And I enjoyed, you know, and your subs that were here as well, and talking with them, and, you know, just, it was just so enjoyable, really, and getting to know them. And, 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 the, and the love with which they undertook everything that they did here, so that all of you parishioners know this, that they did it with great care, devotion, and love. They took such great pride in everything that they did. And, and you can see that. You can see that. They, and so you, you co co representatives of Corna here, you can be so proud of, of what you did, okay, with your company. It stands out. It really does. Thank you very much. I'd also like to thank our, our uh, dedication planning committee um, who coordinated this night in particular, um, putting together the beautiful um, historical program that you hold in your hands that you will keep as a keepsake for years, okay? It's just loaded with uh, so much, it really is. Uh, the reception that's going to follow here in Herman Hall and the millions of details that went into our night here tonight. And they were here all through the day today working to put this together weeks ahead of time. So um, their names are in the program. I won't go through them all. But they, they did an incredible job of putting this together for the last couple of months. I'd also like to mention um, the Home for Our Faith campaign team. Um, who, who worked approximately about a little over a year ago, a year and a half ago, who, who reached out to all the members of Seton Parish. And I have to uh, say thank you. You know, when we first started the campaign, it was, it was literally a daunting task. The last thing in the world a priest wants to do is ask his people for money, okay? It's, it's just it's a hard thing to do. And the thought of how much we were going to have to raise was, was overwhelming. And yet, uh, when we would have our campaign meetings, it was like a pep rally. It really was. And you came out of there really feeling great. It, it really was. It was, it, was a, it was a great experience. And I can't thank you, the members of Seton Parish, who are here tonight, for your overwhelming generosity for making um, our beautiful church possible. Thank you all very much for this. And I could go on all night, but I, I, I have personally um, learned so much as I've traveled um, this path of renovation for five years. I, I won't even begin to go into all that I have learned. But um, one of the things that really has come home to me is that really this thing that we call church is really much bigger, so much bigger than any of us. But it really, truly is all of us. It is all of us. And we have had, in doing this, an, ex an incredible experience of church and building and putting all of this together on all these many different 
levels. It's been really incredible. It's been a real journey in faith. And here, what we have here tonight in our church, it's amazing. We have the latest, okay? We have the latest in LED lighting and technology, okay? We have the latest in terms of digital wiring, all of that. I could go on and all about the latest that we have, I won't. But we also, too, have the most ancient as well, right beneath your feet, okay? It's written in stone um, from the very beginning of time, okay? Life from the very beginning of time is, is embedded in these fossils, okay, that you can see with your eyes beneath your feet in this limestone. So when you get tired of listening to me, just, you know, <laughs> look at the geology beneath your feet, all right? It's right there. And as well as some of the most uh, important depictions um, of the ancient truths of our faith are clearly portrayed all around us in our church. And we will be uncovering this for a long, long time and realizing how deeply the meaning of all of it is. Okay? And may it help you in your path of the journey of your faith. May it feed you on the journey of your faith. And not only that, not only know that your church building here is, 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 can help you on your journey of your faith, but most importantly, know that you are blessed here by the most wonderful companions and parishioners that surround you here this night. And, and I could not feel more blessed than to be one of your companions as well, your shepherd, truly. Thank you very, very much. God bless you. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. The Lord of earth and heaven has assembled you before him this day to dedicate this house of prayer. May he fill you with the blessings of heaven. Amen. Amen. God the Father wills that all his children scattered throughout the world become one family in his Son. May he make you his temple the dwelling place of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May God free you from every bond of sin, dwell within you and give you joy. May you live with him forever in the company of all the saints. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. The Mass is ended. Thanks be to God.